Hey, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into For Real, though, with me, Rock Ruiz. And on today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about Makoto Shinkai's follow up to the world renowned Kimi no Nawa, which is also entitled Your Name in English. And I just love that movie to death. Like, every time I watch it, I feel like crying. I'm not even kidding. No exaggeration. And I've watched it, like, what, five, six times? It's amazing. If you haven't seen Kimi no Nawa yet, a.k.a. Your Name, if you haven't seen Your Name yet, watch it right now. Do yourself a favor and watch it right now. It's amazing. I don't care if you're at work. I don't care if you're driving to work. Park your car to the corner. Like, stream Kimi no Nawa somehow. Go to the DVD store if those still exist. Get yourself a copy just so you can watch it anytime you want. If DVD players still exist. But anyways, this movie, Weathering With You, the movie that we're going to be talking about today on the podcast, is the follow-up to that movie because uh, people just loved Kimi no Nawa so much that whatever director-writer Makoto Shinkai made next, you just know. You just know that people were going to eat it up. And regarding, I mean, like, regardless if you were Japanese or, you know... An anime fan or not, Kimi no Nawa was a great movie. So people were expecting Weathering With You to be a great movie, whether or not you were like an anime fan or not. Uh, sorry, that last or not was kind of redundant. Please forgive me. But anyways, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, I suggest you go see it before you tune into the rest of the podcast because I will be talking about spoilers. But if you want to hear... A brief non-spoiler review of the movie before you go see it. Um, what I have to say is that the best parts of the movies were the characters. The characters for me were the most likable and enjoyable part. And of course the music and the animation was beautiful. Which is why I think it would, it would be a waste not to see it on the big screen. So if you're... Uh, Wondering whether or not this movie's worth seeing on the big screen, that's your answer. You should go see it on the big screen because it would be such a waste to see it on a small screen. Because, dude, the details in the animation, uh, coming from a guy who loves Tokyo, it perfectly captures how beautiful Tokyo is. How, like, it's like, how do I say this? Be- there's beauty in chaos somehow. And it's like orderly chaos. And Tokyo, when it's raining, is just it looks like a painting. And this movie movie perfectly captures it because it's like raining for most of the movie. And well, I don't want to say what I didn't like about the movie before you go see it. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna start to talk about the spoiler parts now, like the spoilery details of the movie. So go see the movie, come back, and we'll talk more about it. Okay. You've been warned. Spoilers are coming. So, okay. Uh, like I said earlier, um, one of the most enjoyable parts of the movie for me were the characters. The lead character was likable. But more than him, I like the uh, female lead character more. She was more interesting for me because the dude was just kind of a crybaby. <laughs> no offense. I mean, he's a kid. It's, I don't blame him. But it just kind of got tiring after a while seeing him like so sad and emotional but he was going through a lot even though they didn't exactly explain 
what he was going through. And that's one of my qualms about the movie. But more on that later. Let's, let's focus on the good first. So the characters were likable. And I like the supporting cast a lot. Oh, God, I'm forgetting their names. Uh, but the supporting... His father figure in the movie. Who's kind of like his, this cool uncle that he just met. Like, not not literally his uncle. Like, they're not related or anything. But, like, they just met on this cruise ship. It wasn't really a cruise ship. More of a... It was like a, a cargo ship. They met there. And this dude saved our lead character's life. And that's how they became friends. And... He ends up being one of his uh, best friends, if not, like like I said earlier, his father figure in the city. And I, I like that character a lot. He's my favorite character. Like, he just seemed like the Han Solo type uh, of character who you think doesn't care about anything, but turns out he cares about a lot of things. And I liked his niece, who, <laughs> funnily enough, our main character mistook for his lover uh, in the beginning of the film. Like, th- those two are my favorite characters. Okay, those three. It's the lead girl, the uncle-like character, and his niece. Like, they were my favorite characters. And besides them being good characters, like, well-written, the chemistry uh, between the characters was really good. Like, everything felt organic. Everything just flowed so naturally. And speaking of flow so naturally dude the the animation of water and the animation of well everything in this movie is beautiful like i feel like i'm not doing it justice by just saying beautiful like that's how amazing the animation is granted the animation in kimi no nawa is just as beautiful so but this one just has more raining scenes and i'm just a sucker for seeing tokyo in the rain like it's beautiful. I mean, of course, I didn't love it. I didn't love seeing Tokyo flooded, but in those scenes where the rain just reflected the neon lights off the pavement, it was beautiful. I mean, like, because in Kimi no Nawa, a lot of the beautiful scenes took place in um, a rural setting, but in Weathering With You, it's mostly in a urban setting. It's in Tokyo. So... You get to see another side of Japan. Granted, yeah, there there are scenes in the city in Kimi no Nawa, but this one focused more on the city than Kimi no Nawa did. And I just really... It, it, it's just like... I was dumbfounded by how... I hope I'm using that word correctly. <laughs> by how um, detailed the drawings were, even if like... A shot just lasted for one second. They put so much effort and detail into the animation. It was amazing. And of course, the score was great. Um, I believe the the ones who sang the songs for this movie were the same guys for Kimi no Nawa. And it was nice, but it wasn't as memorable. And it didn't give me goosebumps the way the score in Kimi no Nawa did. I'm sorry that I keep comparing the movies, but... Dude, comparisons are inevitable. This movie has so many, so many similarities. Like, I know they're made by the same guy, but even if you didn't know that, you'd notice there's so many things similar with this movie, Weathering With You and Kimi no Nawa. And of course, one of my favorite parts of the entire movie 
were the cameos, dude. The cameos of Mitsuha and Taki. Dude, the whole cinema gasped. It was obvious that the theater was full of weebs, including myself. I'm sorry if you're going to get offended by the term weeb, but let's be honest. There are tons of weebs in this world, and I'm not really exactly a hardcore weeb. If if anything, some of my friends call me a poser weeb because I love anime, but not all the anime. I just love certain anime stuff. But yeah, the cameos, dude. When they came out, dude, I was dead. I gasped. I, I just wanted more. If anything, it's kind of unfair to weathering with you that one of my favorite, favorite parts about the movie is the cameos of characters from another movie. <laughs> That's just how much I love Kimi no Nawa. And it seemed, I mean, based on the cameos, based on their outfits, it seems like weathering with you is kind of entangled into the timeline of Kimi no Nawa because it seems like Taki was still in a school uniform. So he wasn't job hunting yet, which was what happened towards the end of Kimi no Nawa. So yeah, there's, you got that to think about. The timelines, how are they interconnected? Okay, so those were basically the things I loved about the movie. The characters were great. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I really enjoyed how they interwove modern Japan and traditional Japanese folklore. Uh, they, of course, they, they did do that in Kimi no Nawa. But they explored different legends here and different uh, folk tales. So that was interesting. I always love learning about traditional Japan through anime. And uh, if you enjoy that kind of thing, then you're going to enjoy this movie. Now, we're gonna, let's talk about the things that weren't so enjoyable exactly. Don't get me wrong. I love the movie. Um, I didn't super love it, but I do think it's worth watching in the cinemas. Now, for the bad things that made me that kept me from loving this movie completely were first of all it goes on for far too long in a in a few scenes like some scenes could be cut way shorter but because of that so many small scenes were made longer and that made the movie feel kind of long like it wasn't torture or anything but just like i just wish the movie would pick up a bit especially because so many climactic things happen throughout the movie that the build up is kind of weird like it goes up and down and up and down and up and down if you get what i'm saying and also okay this is the part that kind of annoyed me a bit like the ending tried to follow the template of kimi no nawa even if it didn't need to it forced this whole template of the guy and girl not seeing each other for a long time and they had no contact for a long period of time then they grow up they mature in their own ways then they meet each other when they're more mature and like they just see each other like a few words are exchanged and the movie just ends there like the story didn't need that exactly it felt kind of forced like i could kind of see through it like they had another ending in mind but maybe they thought hey kimi no nawa worked so well let's just follow the way they ended their movie exactly even if we don't need to even if our movie's our own thing we know the fans are going to love this. Like, it was, it was fan service. Kind of like the cameos. You, you didn't need the cameos in this movie. But it was fan service. Um, and I just wish Weathering With You kind of made their own ending, their own thing. Like, it was way too similar. Like, the movie was going its own way for so long. Then suddenly, it took a, a sharp right turn and just went the Kimi no Nawa ending. Like, it didn't have to do that. I bet there were other endings that could have worked. 
And also, it's hard not to compare this movie to Kimi no Nawa. That's also kind of a bad thing because uh, the supernatural occurrences, the traditional Jap- Japanese folklore mixed with modern, modern Japan. Because this movie is not as good as Kimi no Nawa. At least for me. Because uh, Kimi no Nawa was more solid. The timing, the pacing, the storytelling, the story itself was more solid. And um, because they made so many things similar to Kimi no Nawa with this movie, it's hard not to compare. And when you do compare, you're going to notice that Kimi no Nawa is better. So that's a bad point for this movie. And they never explained why... Okay, I remember his name now. The lead kid. They never explained why Hodaka left his family. Or maybe they did, and I just missed it. I just watched it one time. But it wasn't clear. And what is it with almost all the characters losing a loved one throughout one point in their life? And there was no connection between that? I mean, it, 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 it kind of seemed like lazy writing. Like, this guy's blank died. This girl's blank died. Like, it's always because someone just died. That's why they have issues. Um, granted, um, that, is, that does happen in a lot of movies, which is why I find it lazy, because uh, of course someone's going to be wrecked after someone died. There's got to be something better you can write as an origin. But I'm just nitpicking here. Uh, yeah, so most of my problems have to do with the writing. Besides that, the animation, the characters, the... The music, everything was good. It just, yeah, the writing could have been better. That's all. But this movie did give me the feels. And um, I just got to admit, it did feel kind of... uh, Even if it was a long movie, it felt cramped because they tried to squish in so many things. And it didn't necessarily flow as smoothly as, let's say, Kimi no Nawa did. But that's it. That's, That's basically all I have to say about the movie. Well, I have a lot more to say, but... Of course, I don't want to make this podcast like two hours long. Like, what, would you guys still even listen to a two-hour podcast? Are you still listening right now? But anyways, so yeah. If I were to rate this movie, I guess I'd give it like a 7 out of 10. Um, and that's still good. 7 would be still reasonable. Like, you could still watch it in the cinemas. If I gave the movie a 6, that would be... You don't need to watch it. Like, watch it at home... If you got nothing to do. And if I gave this movie a 5, that would mean you really do not need to watch this movie. Like, it's not torture. A a 4-rated movie would be torture. 5 would be meh. 6 would be eh, okay. But 7 just like, it's still good. It's still a good movie. Like, okay, as a point for comparison, I'd rate Kimi no Nawa like 9. 8.5 to 9.5 kind of range. Yeah, so if you haven't seen Weathering With You, why did you listen to the spoilers, man? Why? You ruined the experience. But okay, it's, it's a good movie. And I love what it's trying to say about um, the individual and the greater good of the community. I, and I bet there are a lot of other messages in the movie that I didn't notice. But okay, this, this is kind of weird for a Japanese movie because usually Japanese culture is all about the greater good over uh, self-interest. But this movie is more about, in the end of it, is like self-interest over the greater good. Which had me really intrigued. Like, I wonder how the Japanese audience, because they love this movie, apparently. It's the number one anime of the year in Japan. So I wonder how they received that 
the aspect of the movie. Well, if you want to talk more about weathering with you, you can always comment on my Facebook page, on this post, the post of this podcast, or on Instagram. Feel free to message me about the movie or even comment on any post. Then we can start a discussion there. I might go back to YouTube. I might start re-uploading my podcast on YouTube again because let's face it, like, it's just better to have the podcast on more avenues. Like, I don't care if it gets, like, I don't know, just 100 to 200 views on YouTube. If it's 100 to 200 more people because I have made it more convenient to them on another platform, then that's great. Like, I don't care how few there are. If they're able to listen to it easier through another platform, then that's great. So I might also be uploading my podcast on YouTube again. So... You have that to look forward to if you don't hate my podcast. Then again, if you hate my podcast, why are you listening to it right now? So anyways, that's all I have to say. If you haven't seen Weathering With You, yeah, go out and see it. It's a good movie. Really enjoyable. I want to rewatch it. Like, for real though. 